what is important is where we're all going as humans. And I think in 2021 specifically, this is going to be a very pivotal year on how everyone kind of transitions out of 2020. Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. My name is Chris. I'm your host. I haven't talked much about myself over the past month or two. For the new listeners, guys, I appreciate you being here uh, very, very much. So you're the reason why I do this. And if you don't know much about me, um, I am Chris and I am just a normal dude. I'm just a normal dude who figured out what he wants in life, went after it, took it, and continues to grow on a daily basis. And for the most part, I think that everyone in the world has the ability to do the same thing. And I enjoy teaching everyone the ways that I have found success uh, in multiple categories and how you can apply it to your life and grow on a daily basis, even if it's inching and crawling with your fingers on your knees, taking all the ground that you can, even if it's small, everyone has the ability to do it. I've done a bunch of shit. If you want to know what I've done, check out my website or look at my socials. It's not important. What is important is where we're all going as humans. And I think in 2021 specifically, this is going to be a very pivotal year on how everyone kind of transitions out of 2020 and transitions into 2021. However, I challenge you to think much further than this year. I want you to think into 2031, Mm -hmm. okay? And when you start thinking long-term, okay, you're going to realize how medial 2021 is going to be, okay? It's just just another year. It's just a stepping stone. And when it comes to the long-term, you have to understand that 2021 isn't going to be much different from 2020 when it comes to how we live as Americans, okay? You know, there's going to be a new president. At least I think Joey's coming in. Actually, I have money riding on that. Uh, People have bet me that President Trump will stay as president. And listen, regardless of the situation, I I think I think I'm going to win my money. I think Joe's coming in. I'm not exactly like happy about that, but I think that the Constitution will prevail because it was written around circumstances as such. But anyways, I'm going to win that money. But what I'm getting at is, okay, um, 2021 is going to be it's going to be very similar when it comes to hurt and pain and industries folding and shifting and growing. And you just have to really understand uh, life and that <clears throat> we all deal with it. So it's all how we look at it. And we are going to talk about one thing in particular that will absolutely fucking cripple you in life today, which is fear. I'm going to teach you how to unpack fear, but before I teach you how to step aside from fear and focus on the task at hand, separating yourself from that fear, I want to introduce Downtime TV. Mike, the crew is here. They are. I can't even, like, everyone's not mic'd up, but I know everyone's here. Powell is here. She's scared. She doesn't want a microphone. Yeah, she'll be on next week, though, so it's confirmed now. So the next episode, she has to come on because 
right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, we can't lie to the people. So we, she needs alcohol, she said, right before she comes on. Yeah, to take shots before she comes on. Correct. And we offered her that today. Yes, but she's still. The producer decided that it wouldn't be a good idea, and. I'm not, I'm not the fucking producer. I'm just some fucking dude that has figured a thing or two out and still is learning a thing or two. Yeah. And I just, just, you know, I just think she'll be more comfortable. And for her first time being on air, I'd say we want her to be more comfortable so then she could deliver the best. Right. Words of wisdom. You know, you want all that. The juice. I would throw something at her right now if I could. <laughs> if I threw something, it would potentially break something right now so we're not gonna throw anything maybe the box of tissues that's pretty fitting yeah no no oh anything he throws she catches she, she's been giving me some heat today huh I like it uh I, yeah no shit speaking of heat <laughs> speaking of heat uh mike let's talk about how so so what i'm doing right now is for those of you that have been following me, no. For those of you that have not been following me, I'm in a, a rebuilding phase. And over the past five years, one of my greatest accomplishments was building a staff of about 60, meaning I employed about 60 people at once. Uh, it was up to 65 at one point. Uh, it was just some extra fat that we had to trim, to be honest. And, uh, and there was more room to trim. And um, long story short, I'm in a rebuilding phase, and Paola is my first uh, new hire, and she's completely and utterly on point when it comes to many things to include wanting to grow. Herself personally, my companies, our companies, our brands, however you want to call it, and we're, we're bringing in a new marketer, and Paola doesn't hasn't been through my my interview process other than when I interviewed her. I haven't taught her how to interview people to eventually she can just go interview people and bring them to me, bring me the talent. All right. Because early on when I was building my team about five years ago, I had uh, one employee and then all of a sudden I had over 50. But I had to really understand what was good for me and what was good for my companies and then bring that person in. So I've, I had to train my staff how to interview so I could like focus on other things like growing the companies. So Paola is being taught how to interview right now. And we're practicing on people that I know aren't going to be the right fit. Now, how did I know that today? Okay. Well, the four interviews that we had today, I looked over their uh, resumes all very, very briefly, and there was one common thing that was missing. Okay, The position that we're interviewing for is an internal social media marketer. <clears throat> Not one of them. Had was, social so it was a social media marketer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, and in the job description, it says it says that all of the things that I need you to handle as a marketer, and that we need is it five years experience yeah. in the listing? Five years experience. Not one person was a social media marketer. Okay, so I'm sitting there. I'm taking two hours of my time 
to teach Paola how to interview. So I've been doing this for so long. I want to give everybody a fundamental uh, thing to do when you're being interviewed. If some of you are making career changes or are looking for new jobs or, you know, are trying to get somewhere. When you're in the interview process, Mike, all right, listen, the last thing you should be doing is interviewing for a job that you don't have any idea on how to do, okay? Now, I respect the other side of the coin, like, give me the opportunity, I'll make it work. But first and foremost, listen, if you don't know how to market and you're applying for a marketing company that has the monthly revenue goal in the job description, you will be responsible for $50,000 of new new leads monthly in it, with social media. Did we put the price point of $1,000? Yeah, it says exactly like if if you if you can't do that, if you can't magically pull 50 grand out of your fucking ass, right? In marketing, in paid marketing and organic marketing, but you're applying for a marketing job, uh, no one's going to teach you how to do that, especially when it comes to a startup. All right. I'm just right. I'm talking about both sides of the coin here, but you don't want to apply for a job you have no fucking clue how to do. Like, for instance, I wouldn't apply for a job to be a painter of art. I'd be like, well, I'm just going to roll the dice here and <laughs> throw shit against the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I encourage people to, to seize opportunities. However, know your limitations. Okay. That's the point. The second point is, all right, your well-rehearsed interview, guys and Girls, your your well rehearsed interview that you've well rehearsed, okay? All right, listen, I, I can easily get you off track, off your interview. Fuck, Paola got someone off their fucking well rehearsed, well reversed interview process <laughs> rehearsal today. But get you have to like think on the fly, okay? Mm. Uh, most people that are interviewing can see through your rehearsed responses. It's very, very easy for me to throw you off. It's very, very easy for anyone to throw you off. And you're weeding yourself right out. It's okay to sit there and think about the question and maybe not know the answer to and be like, you know what? I don't know the answer to this question, but I'm going to try to solve it for you. Because you're being tested when you're being questioned. You're being tested, okay? So it's okay if you don't know the answer. Don't give some bullshit generic response because... It's not going to get you anywhere, especially if you're sitting there talking about how you want to make a lot of money, but you can't answer the question and just give a generic response. You're not going to make a lot of money. Outside of that, when it comes to an interview process, guys, there's one fundamental thing that you should know, okay? You're not interviewing with a company. You're interviewing with a person, okay? It's a representative of the company. In my case, it's my company. I'm interviewing you, but... When you're interviewing, you need to know who is interviewing you. Who is that person, okay? If you're applying to a company and you want to know, all right, who's interviewing you, go on LinkedIn, find that person, okay? Go on LinkedIn, find the person you have an appointment with. They're going to they're gonna be on LinkedIn if they're a professional. And the chances are, or you could just put their name in social media too. You could just take a look at them. You need to understand who's interviewing you. If you know nothing about the person that you're being interviewed by, all right, you're not going to be hired, all right? 
it's not just that you have to know about the company. You have to know about the person. So there's your do's and don'ts of interviewing. If you <laughs> take that advice, I guarantee you that your ability to get hired will be greatly increased. Greatly increased. I can't guarantee you that you're going to get the job, but what I can guarantee you is you'll stand out. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Mike? No, I agree. One of our, our our personal mentors, I would say, for us boys here that went to shoe is Paul Pabson. One thing that he said during an interview process, look around the room when, as soon as you walk in. Analyze the room. Maybe you see a Yankee memorabilia thing. You might not be a Yankee fan, but I know you could say, man, how great was Derek Jeter? And then all of a sudden he's talking about Derek Jeter and loving Derek Jeter, and the next thing you know you guys are friends, and he's like, you know what? Fuck that stuff. Here, you're hired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a great point. Understand understand the person. Understand the person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Is that the coach from Shu? No, he he was uh he's the executive producer of the Dan Patrick show and he just like we were fortunate enough to have him as a professor for a couple of classes. Oh cool. Yeah, he's the man. He is the man. Yeah. He's so cool. He's a reason he's one of the big reasons why I kept doing this too. Cuz he said avoid the mothership. ESPN. Also ah yeah, avoid it. He's like, if you could do it on your own, do it on your own. So I was like, sounds better than me. <laughs> That's excellent advice. <laughs> yeah, excellent honestly. Advice. Day yeah. one, yeah. honestly, orientation. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, he's a man. Yeah. He's not there often, but when he is there, he gives gems. Good. Good. That's good but, to have those people in your life. Oh, yeah. So, continuing the interview process. Yeah, no, nah, that's it. That's it for that. Yeah, no, oh, that's perfect. it, guys. If you if you want to know like about, if you want to know more about the interview process, uh, leave a comment on yeah. any of the platforms that you find this on, and um, share this with anyone that you know is interviewing and, and help them, because um, I guarantee you that that advice that gem will separate you from everybody else, guaranteed. Um, and then if you actually perform, you get the fucking job. Yeah. And then the hard part is keeping the job. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so we're going to talk about fear today. Uh, fear today. You guys are hearing this on Monday the 18th. Correct. And this will kind of compound off uh, some of the other shows that we've shot when it comes to setting goals and achieving goals. All right. You know, at this point, if you're still focused on your goals, which you should be, okay, there might be this this situation of fear that comes in, fear of accomplishing the goal, fearing fearing if you're worthy, fearing uh, judgment of other people, fearing the unknown specifically, okay? And I have a really simple process that it's not simple, the process, excuse me, it is simple, the process, it's, it's difficult, to take the second step. And I'm going to teach you three steps to move past fear. Okay. The second step is the, is the hanging point because fundamentally speaking, fear is an emotion. Correct, Mike? Correct. Okay. So since you're the subject matter expert, when it comes to emotion, how, how deep rooted is it in the mind? I mean, typically it's within the first seven years, a lot of those emotions get created and triggered, you know, when you don't even know if you have anger problems later on in life, I'm sure there's something that happened early on in your life in those years that make you an angrier person triggered to anger, you know? So the emotion, emotions are bred by environment. Correct. How strong is an emotion? It could be very strong if you can't control your emotions. Like, 
arguably some of the strongest controlling patterns that humans have. Yeah. I mean, is that well, is that proper yeah. to say? I actually don't know the factual. Think about all the people that react on emotions on a day to day that you encounter rather than 99.8% of people rather than logically thinking about, Hey, empathy, right? We talk about empathy a lot. Yeah. Let me put myself in that person's shoes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So it's, it is it's a powerful, nat- it's a powerful emotion. It's natural to understand guys. It's, it's, it's important to understand that fear is natural to feel. Everybody feels fear. I fucking feel fear. You feel fear. Everyone feels fear. It's very natural to feel the whole key to the emotion of fear is to really understand that it's an emotion first and foremost the first step is understanding that fear like many things is just an emotion it's just an emotion love um anger thank you thank you sorry hit me with sadness yes it's common ones yeah um i mean what else guys what else we got loneliness loneliness what more we got well huh what more Huh? Anxiety? Oh, anxiety. Wouldn't that is be? It, is that an emotion? Isn't I don't know. I don't. I don't. I actually don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. I would think so. Anxious when you feel anxious. Yeah. We're googling. It is. Yeah. Okay. Good. You know what, Tony? Awesome fucking point. I wasn't saying you were wrong. I actually just didn't know. I don't know. And and that just goes back to what we were saying about the interview process. It's okay to say you don't know the answer to something. Right. Yeah. Anxiety is definitely an emotion and crippling. It's yeah, And so is fear. Right. I I personally think fear cripples more people than anxiety. Yeah. And and again, I could be wrong on that and I could be making an assumption. And and I and I understand anxiety and fear. And remember, the first step is to understand that fear is natural and fear is an emotion. Okay. Once you kind of let that kind of resonate with you and realize that, okay, it's, it's okay to fear. It's okay. It's okay to fear it. Whatever it is, fear, fear of judgment used to be huge with me. Mm. You know, like I hid the fact that I was successful and wealthy for a really long period of time. That's a perfect one. Like I didn't want to be judged by people because I grew up poor Mm -hmm. and I had nothing. Mm -hmm. And it just felt natural to me to like live in the ghetto when I could live in the burbs. Yeah. Uh, It felt natural to me to drive a Subaru rather than a fucking Porsche Porsche or a Lamborghini or Rolls Royce or whatever I want. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and for those of you that know me, know that I won't buy my first Lamborghini until I retire my mother. Mm. So first and foremost, it's not that hard to buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, you're saying I could have one now, but that's my goal. Absolutely, I could have one. Yeah. Absolutely. I could, I could have one, and I think it would be awesome to have one. And I will have one just because I, I think it's the pinnacle of a driving machine. Mm. You know? But... It's not the neither point. here nor there. It's not the point. The point is, I feared judgment. I mean, I used to fear it so much that, like, I wouldn't take my Louis Vuitton bags out of the house. You know, when I started buying nice watches, I would hide. I would hide my my watches with my jacket like mm. this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And yet, yeah, you guys are saying it's just material stuff, and, and that's okay. Yes, it is just material stuff, and I, but I, I hid much more because of fear of judgment. I'm just using the common material things as the example that fear of judgment like crippled me, and I wouldn't post things on socials, and I wouldn't talk about like net incomes, and I wouldn't talk about growth, and I, I would keep things very mundane and average, and fear of fear of judgment was one that specifically really killed me the fear of the unknown right the not knowing what's going to happen to my entrepreneurs out there for my people trying to build something you don't know you don't honestly know and the fear of the unknown can sometimes take control of people and destroy people because there's nothing that you don't don't really know what's going to happen. And these are just some common types of fear that I'm talking about, right? And the fear of the unknown still hits me. Like, I don't, sometimes I don't know. I'm just like, all right, I got to fucking build these companies. I got to help all these people. This is how I'm going to help these, how, how I'm going to help everyone. I'm going to run these systems. I'm going to run some e-courses. I'm going to finish my book and then I'm going to write another book and then I'm going to pump out this and I'm going to pump out that. And then in five years, like all these people will have been helped, right? And in the meantime, mom will have been retired and I'll be running around whatever car and so on and so forth because I'm not fearful of the unknown on a daily basis. Fear and I'm going to use that as the segue. Fear will creep in. Fear creeps in to everybody. Mm -hmm. I fear the unknown from time to time. But it's, it's important to understand that f when fear comes in, this is the second step, okay? The second step is it's natural. It's going to happen. It's an emotion. The second step is learning to step aside from the fear, for instance, and I use myself as an example because that's what I like to do so everyone can learn. So fear of the unknown has crept in a lot for me over the past six months. And I'm like, mm. uh, oh, I guess I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But step aside from it, okay? I understand the fear stepped in, okay? Now I'm going to step aside from it and say, okay, I understand the fears here. I get it. The fear's right here. I fear the unknown. I fear of what's, I don't know what's going to happen. Now, now that I have it right here, I'm just going to put it right there and say, okay, I fear the unknown. Let's understand why. And just like I said, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but I have my purpose and my drive. And I tell myself on a daily basis that I am the best mentor and business coach to ever live. My courses will continue to change lives, and I will be a best-selling author. I know that that is my purpose in life, okay? And now that I understand the fear of the unknown, I step aside from it, and I remind myself in that moment, in that moment when fear comes in, okay, whatever it might be, I'm going to fail this class. I'm fearing the unknown. I fear this. I fear that. When it comes in, you step aside from it. And then you remind yourself why it's not going to happen. Okay? And how I remind myself is to remind myself why I'm here on this earth in this life. Okay? Does that make sense, Mike? Yeah, so basically, if I understood it right, basically, when you're in the moment of fear of whatever it is, let's say, like, what you're, for your example, right? For your, per, you know, the purpose, the book, helping people in five years, all this stuff, the courses, best mentor. When you, you pull yourself out from that and then you're reminded of your purpose. 
Correct. And then you pull that to the forefront of why you started this in the first place. Correct. So it avoid, and then you're like, oh, well, fuck that fear. This is my purpose. It's replacing the emotion. Right. With right. logical thinking. With logical thinking, purpose-driven masculine energy. Yes. And I'm replacing the emotion to love or dedication or whatever the hell you want to classify it as. Mm -hmm. That's when you can learn to understand the emotion that's coming in, in this case, fear. Understand it, step aside from it, understand, all right, I'm, I'm fearing the unknown. Just, just a couple of weeks ago, just last week, I think it was, it hit me and I'm like, I had a conversation with Paul about it. I was like, you know, I really don't know what the fuck's going on. And she's like, what are you talking? I'm, I'm generalizing. I'm using cliff notes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely not. And this is why. And she goes into why it's unreasonable to think like that. So I'm putting on display that even strong people, even disciplined people, even mm -hmm. people that you, peop, others look up to, even people that I look up to and the people that they look up to, even Tony Robbins and Andy Frisella and Mike Tyson and epitomes of success, fear will creep in mm -hmm. to them sometimes on a daily basis. However, when you learn to separate yourself from the emotion and understand that it's just an emotion and then redirect your thoughts to something positive, in this case, replacing it with an emotion of love. Like, I literally love my life. You know what I mean? Like, I love what I'm able to do. And I, ch and I change the emotional direction to love, right? I don't know the long-term psychology of it, but I would like to think that less fear would creep in because of the replacing of the emotion. Oh, yeah. Right? Because I step aside from it, and then I replace the emotion. Oh, yeah. So, Mike, do you have questions on stepping aside from fear? No, I do not personally. I, I, I've, I actually even view fear as a, for me personally, like as a, like whenever I feel fear, especially like for, for example with downtime, if I feel fear of anything with that, it's more so for me gives me more of a drive to actually do it because that means like, in the, in the in the spirit, I'm saying in the You're spirit, replacing yeah, 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 like I'm, I'm meant to do this. Like yeah. if this fear is coming in, that means like, wow, like I got to really go hard because this is this is meant for me. This really is. So, I mean, I love it, dude. I've never even thought of it about breaking it down, to be honest. Fear. Yeah. And the third step, right? Because I'm giving you guys the three step fundamental way to understand fear conquer fear is to then move forward just like you said you just said when you feel it you're like fuck that yeah i'm gonna go fucking go to, i'm gonna go to the studio and i'm gonna produce another show yeah because i know you're hustling on the weekends yeah. and late at night yeah so when that fear steps in you you're like you, you might not know how i teach how to unpack it but Uncon subconsciously you're moving forward because fear crept in mm -hmm. yeah literally that's the point so let's let's uh, i'll finish with my fear of the unknown and then we'll make up a, a, a situation mm -hmm. and we'll step everybody through it so let's say i wake up in the morning i have my fear that creeps in oh man chris 
oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then I step aside from it, and I reframe my thoughts, and I remind myself of my purpose. And then that's the first and second step right there. The first step is understand the emotion. The second step is to step aside from it. The third step in this case, or in my case, is to put my feet on the ground, get up, and get at it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that my day is going to be any better or worse. It means that I immediately put in my three-step action plan to moving past fear. And when you, everyone becomes emotionally aware enough or intelligent enough to understand that fundamentally emotion just controls us, you can learn to step aside from that emotion, not just fear, break it down, understand it, break it down, step aside from it and move forward. So let's, let's use an example, okay? Let's use the example of you wake up and you're, you have anxiety and you're stressed and you have fear over the interview that is coming. You're so fearful of it, you don't show up. Or you're thinking about not showing up. Paolo, how many people didn't show up today? Well, two. Two. Point. Yeah, eight. technically one was thrown. Well, out. yeah, we kind of. Yeah. <laughs> told one to take a hike. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> so uh, let, let's, let's use me. that example. Let's, let's use that example of you're waking up, all right? You have the fear creeping in that you have an interview coming, okay? And you're thinking, I'm really fearful of this interview. I don't know what's to come on the other side of it. Is it the right job for me? Did I apply for it right? Why do, you know, why do I have to travel 30 minutes for this interview? I don't understand what's going on. Maybe I just shouldn't go, all right? Now you understand the fear. Now the key is to separate yourself from that fear. Understand that you're fearful of the interview. And it's just an emotion of fear, okay? This, now that you've done the first and second step right there, you, you feel it, you understand it, you step aside from it, you get what is going on. The third step is going to be to get up, brush your teeth, get in the shower, whatever your morning routine is, and you get your butt in gear and you get to that interview. Regardless of the outcome of the interview, you've understood the emotion that had taken over in the morning. You've stepped aside from it and you moved forward. There are things that could be taught to alleviate fear. Being proactive with meditation and visualization will help greatly. But the point that I want to focus on here is just understanding that it's natural to feel an emotion in today's lens of focus, fear. Mm. And that's that. That's understanding and conquering fear. How to conquer fear is the name to this show. And you, like can, you can apply it to any emotion. Yeah. Any emotion. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, personally, let's say for me personally, I like, you know, you could apply it to any emotion. I would take it to anger sometimes, right? Sometimes maybe I get quick to anger or maybe, you know, so first step, I feel the anger. I know it's an emotion. Step away from it, right? Know it's anger. Move away from it. Why am I angry? Understand why I'm getting angry. And then just moving forward and, and supplementing it with positivity or love or whatever or happiness or Tony's mustache. Tony's mustache is rather epic. It is so epic. You're welcome. Very very nice. It is. I think it, he came out the womb with that thing. Yeah. 
what she has to say. Yo, d- dude, you know what helped me uh, conquer my anger? Because I used to be an angry dude. I would just shut the fuck up and listen. Because mm. usually I was getting angered by some asshole. Someone. Yeah. Just someone saying something. Usually, whether it's social media or in person or a car driving and someone yelling at me or whatever it might be. Yeah. I just would keep my mouth shut and just whatever you have to do. <laughs> sit there and listen. Just like, okay. Okay. Just listen. Just listen to what they have to say. Just listen to it. Yeah. And if you keep your mouth shut and don't respond, you're not going to get angry. Mm. Dale Carnegie teaches this. And it's basically just a way of separating yourself from the emotion in the sense of you're not suppressing it. You're just listening. Like if someone's bad-mouthing you in, in, in what you do, Mike, it might get you angry, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. obviously, yeah. He's like, right. you're a piece of shit. Right. You're trash. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like these lights are from fucking Walmart. Walmart, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, shit like that. Oh, have you ever heard of Target, by the way? Target. I don't go to Target. I just found out what it is yeah. yesterday. I don't go to Target or Walmart. Yeah, no. I don't support them either. It's not even that. I just can't be around that mindset. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. No, no. Bad energy. Yeah. Oh, Bad yeah. energy. Pa- I make I make Paolo go in. Oh, and yeah. And I sit in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so don't you wish she had a mic right now? Yeah. She'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last time I sent her into Walmart, she came out flustered with the guy at FedEx. Yeah, that guy. That guy ate up an hour of our time. Oh God, the FedEx guy couldn't. Anyway, couldn't figure. Yeah, it doesn't. The, the so, point is, yeah. I don't go to Target. Do you go to Target? I don't, but yeah. I didn't know what Target is until yesterday, and I was like, wow. I believe that's the French. Yeah, it's saying. like it's like the bougie way of saying Target. Well, okay, still trash. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's a good way to get by anger. Is just shut up, listen to it, take it, understand what's being said. Step aside from it. Move on. Love it. Uh, so we're wrapping this up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was really, really, really fundamental and beneficial yeah. of the three-step process to conquer fear. Step one, understand fear is just an emotion. Step two, step aside from your fear and separate yourself from the fear. Step three, move without fear forward. And guys, before I go... Um, make sure you're following Downtime TV. Uh, I see their YouTube subscribers growing. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> I I haven't seen your Instagram, but I'd imagine it's growing. It is. Instagram actually is is every day we get at least a minimum of two or three people every day. So I appreciate you guys. I know you know we don't follow many people because we keep it tight with who we follow and the people we do follow. You know, there's a reason why. It's because we're sharing the shit out of your shit. Oh, it's like you want to grow and grow with everyone around you. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, whoever, whoever, you know, the people who we work with directly, all the people we follow, we work with directly in some way or another. And they're, you know, we're building that little bubble. And if you don't have people in your life that do this for everyone listening, find them. Yeah, yeah now. Find them. <laughs> life will be a lot better. And a good start would be to follow downtime. And Chris yeah. Warren's underscore OG. Yeah, Chris Warren's the OG. I mean, you guys. I memorized it. I, I, you know, like I, I'm slowly growing in comparison. However, your growth is much faster 
and I'm very happy to be a part of it and and thank everybody here for listening because I know you have a bunch of new followers from this. Oh, yeah, for sure. And guys, thank you for, for everything you do. Um, I hope your 2021 is going fantastically. Yes. And uh, we have a lot more lined up for you. Um, and I appreciate all your support, all your comments, all your shares, all your follows. Uh, I think the way to help people on Instagram specifically is the arrow these days. Mm. So when when you you know when your favorite people post something, like, you get the notification or like, whatever. Like no, the arrow, like you send it to your. Friend. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yo, so guys, if you really want to help me, if if like if yeah. you want to help, right, help us, send it, send that shit. Sometimes I open up my stuff and my my thing's been sent to like ten to twenty people, and I see that, and I'm just grateful. Yeah. That 20 fucking people took the time to share what I wrote or what video is up or whatever. Guys that don't produce content or try to teach or educate others, there's a lot that goes into this stuff and a lot of time. And, you know, I'd say 20, I'd say 10 to 15 hours of my week is dedicated to content production. Mm. And, you know, that's time that I could be putting it elsewhere to retire my mom faster, you know, per se, to trade time for money. Right. But this stuff's free, guys. So if this this show landed with you and you like it, fucking share it with someone. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's on Instagram, but if you see this stuff on Instagram, share it with the arrow. If you see something on LinkedIn, repost it. If you see it on Facebook, comment, like, share. Share, guys. Share, 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 share. Subscribe and share. Subscribe and share. It's free. Help your friends. Help your local businesses. And thank you for all the shares and comments and subscribes from everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're now in our fourth season of the CW Clinic. Wow. And... I leave you with this today. If you're interviewing, remember, you're interviewing with a person, not a company. Understand them both, specifically the person. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.